What's up, everybody? It's the Impact Player, Mr. Phil Ray, inviting all of you to join myself and my co-host, Kid Human, as we are from the current to the way back, the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every Friday at 9 p.m. on RantEmRadio.com, part of the Shining Wizards Network. You can go get our stuff at TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Audioboom, GeekLifeRadio.com, and search Turnbuckle Throwbacks on the TuneIn app. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm here to tell you, you son of a bitches, if you want to listen to some really good sports, tune in to DNJ Sportscast Podcast, uh-uh, where you hear from anything, from the NHL, to the MLB, to anything of sports, that's right, if Steve Austin likes it, you need to listen to it, uh-uh, anytime I'm hunting on the Broken Skull Ranch, when I'm bored out of my fucking mind, because I can't fart in my own house. You know what I do? I turn into DNJ Sports House Podcast. Hell, they even talk about wrestling. The sport I'm fan, I said, So if you want to have a good time, if you want to know what's right in sports, and you don't want to have me come to your town and stop a mud hole in your ass and walk and drive, then listen to the DNJ Sports Cast Podcast. Celebrity voice impersonated. <laughs> everybody to the Piro Pod where we talk about international wrestling from Japan, Mexico, England, and whichever else we could get our hands on. I am Greg Jones, joined along with James Larson. I got some NXT news being uh, what, what uh, who debuted for NXT, and Dragon Gate uh, news on the King of Gate series. And then for a, we don't, we're not a topical podcast, we're more of a news, sports, Reporting, whatever you want to call it, like a sports center for uh, j- j- mostly Japanese shows. Like I said, I say international show. I, s- I say where we re- talk about international wrestling from Mexico and England. When uh, this is, we're on episode five now, we have yet to review a show from Mexico or England. Yes. <laughs> we need to get our hands on it. I heard the Rev Pros and the uh, ICWs are amazing. Okay, the UK are going through a wrestling boom at the moment, so it sucks I can't. I can't figure out how to watch it. Yeah, no. And no one suggests how we watch it. Yes. I will figure it out on my own. Yes. So the NXT news would be uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel, former NOAA GHC Tag Team Champions in 2015 Global Tag League winners. Uh, at, at a time, they were NOAA's top tag team. And now that they left, Killer Elite Squad is NOAA's top tag team. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it. I was like, I don't see how, the, how their tag leads is staying afloat, especially with Killer Elite Squad being like their top. And especially who's who's the next challenger for the GHC Tag Championships? It's Yano and Marufuji. Marufuji, okay, he's a main eventer. He's Yano. a former world champion, but Yano. Yano from New... An, another outsider has to team with a Noah guy just to face uh, the Killer Elite Squad because of how bad their tag division is. They had a pull like Chris Hero and Cole Gabbana out of their ass to have challengers. Right. So this tells you their uh, tag division is just nothing. And I still don't even want to watch. I don't. I still don't even want to watch Noah. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's the drizzling shits to me. Right. But anyway, uh, 
They are TM61, which I feel like that's a Pokemon reference. And I, I think I might look up what TM, what the Pokemon, okay. So if I go on my handy-dandy Google machine, it's called a Will-O-Wisp. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not, I haven't gotten that far in the Pokemon games to know what the hell a Will-O-Wisp is, so. Um, I, I, so yeah, they're Will-O-Wisp. Uh, that their names are Shane Thorne, which is Mikey Nichols, and Nick Miller, which is Nick Miller. So they let Nick Miller keep his name. It's kind of like with a uh, Furnace of Lafon, where once Doug Furnace was Dan Crawford, mm -hmm. either that or Philip Farm was Dan Crawford, whichever. One of the two, yeah. And I found out uh, in Noah they came out to Joker and the Thief by Wolf Mother, oh, nice. which I would have loved to see that. So now we get into our Dragon Gate King of Gate news. I got uh, more listings for how everything goes. From May 20th, A Block, Takaji 4, Yamato 2, Kanata 2, everyone else says 0. B Block, Susumu has 2, Chima has 2, Tozawa 1, and Ada has 3. C Block, everyone else says 0. C Block, Machizuki has 4, Kid has 2, Kong has 2, everyone else says 0. D block, R has two, Gamma has four, Yoshino has two, and everyone else has zero. So there's four blocks. Okay. Yeah, four blocks. Uh, as of May 21st, Kanata three, Takaji four, Yamato two, everyone else has zero, Susumu with two, Ada with three, Tozawa with one, Chima with two, everyone else has zero. C block, Kid with two, Kong with two, Machizuki with four, everyone with zero. Everyone else was zero. Big R with four. Gamma with six. Yoshino with two. Everyone else is zero. A block. Kanata with three. Oh, for uh, for uh, May twenty second. A block. Kanata with three. Yamato with two. Takaji with six. Everyone else is zero. B block. Tazawa with three. Ada has three. Chima has two. Susumu has two. C block. Kid has four. Kong has two. Saito. Uh, Makizuki is four. Everyone else has zero. Uh, D block, R with six. Yoshino with two. Gamma with six. Everyone else zero. May twenty fifth, A block, KZ with two. Yamato with two. Takaji with six. Kanata with three. Everyone else has zero. B block, Tazawa with three. Ada with three. Chimo with two. Susumu with two. Everyone else is zero. C block, Makazuki with four, Kid with four, Kong with two, and D block, R with six, Hajimi with two, Yoshino with two, and Gamma with six. Hmm. And then finally, yesterday, uh, May 26th, A block, Keizi with four, Yamato with two, Takaji with six, Kanada with three, everyone zero, everyone else is zero. B block, Tazawa with three, Ada with three, Chimo with two, Susumu with two, everyone else with zero, C block, Makazuki with five, Saito with one, Kid with four, Kong with two, everyone else with zero, D block, R with six, Yoshino with two, and Gamma with six, and Hajimi with two. Yeah, so, so far in the lead, Takaji's leading A block. Uh, Ada and Tazawa are leading B block. Makazuki is leading C block. And 
Big R and Gamma are leading D Block. So uh, th those would be interesting finals, oh, yeah. which I hope to be able to watch, but as of late, I haven't been able to, and I've been forced to uh, look up results right. off of uh, iHeartDG.com, which is their uh, English website. Hmm. Yes. So, uh, uh, best of the Super Juniors. Uh, we caught up until the last one before today, this morning's show, which was the 27th. Right. So, for a for May 22nd, I forgot to put down the listings, but when I get into the uh, May 25th review, I will have the listings, so bear with me. Okay. So, uh, the show opened with... Well, actually, it didn't open because this was put into clips where it was just uh, match it where it was just uh, tournament matches, not the entire show. I don't like when they do that. Like just the clippings, I don't like when they put them into clippings. Honestly, it saves time for oh, me. I used to yeah. not like it, but uh, you know, it saves time. I don't have to watch uh, uh, Shibata team with the dipshits to be destroyed by the third generation and. Uh, Chaos team team up against Nakanishi and have Yano roll up Nakanishi again. So it, it's no skin off my ass. Uh, so uh, the May 22nd show was B-Block matches. Tiger Mask 4 versus Ricochet. Uh, the match was decent. Ricochet did a... Ricochet landed on his feet after Tiger Mask Germaned him. Tiger caught a flying ricochet with an armbar. I've noticed they've been, a lot of people, a lot of the juniors have been doing that. They just be they, they'll catch people and put them in armbars. So uh, Tiger did a Tiger suplex. Ricochet did a corkscrew suplex. Uh, and Ricochet made Tiger tap to an armbar, scoring Ricochet two points. Uh, B block Jushin Liger versus Bobby Fish. Liger again came out to Akira no Liger. So, like, they haven't been dubbing his music. Awesome. Yeah, which is, I love Liger's music. I do, too. Yeah. Fish conti continuously keeps slapping holds on Liger. Liger gets a Kimura, but Fish eventually escapes, and Fish just goes for Liger's leg again. And then Liger would actually get a win with a smudge for a win. Like, I think, like, they were just, like, trading pins, and, like, Liger was able to keep his shoulders down for a free, because, like, Susie got off and Fish jumped up going, excuse me? So Liger scored two points. Hmm. Volador Jr. versus Beretta. Uh, this match was kind of bleh. Oh really? Yeah, as much as of course, of course like I lo I'm a big fan of Beretta, yeah. and as you and Donald always get on me about. Yes. Uh, it it sucked. <laughs> I thought it was a I, I I was you know I was like cramming to get these these uh shows watched before we recorded. Mm -hmm. So. After watching this match, I felt like I wasted my time. But uh, just to jump to the, just to jump through it, Beretta scored two points. Will Osprey versus Chase Owens. Uh, Osprey did the fish out of water kip up spot. Uh, Osprey is wrestling circles around Owens, but I guess that wasn't enough because Osprey is package power driven and pinned. Was this the same spot that I know I get off subject? Was this Cesaro. The yeah. Yeah. Cesaro's fish spot. out of water. Okay. Kip up. Yeah, uh, Owens with two points. Okay. So going into the May 23rd show, Bushi with zero points, Gato with two, Taguchi with two, Romero with two, Finley with zero, O'Reilly with two, Seidel with zero, Kushida with zero. B-Block, Owens with two, Osprey with zero, Ricochet with two, Tiger with zero, Liger with two, Fish with zero, Volador with zero, and Romero with two. 
This show's an A-block show. Matt Seidel took on Bushi. A bit in, Bushi choked Seidel and with his T-shirt. Why did I wrote a bit in, Bushi choked Seidel and choked Seidel with his T-shirts? <laughs> Young Lions get behind Seidel so he doesn't land in someone's lap. Because like they're doing the flip spots. Right. Seidel gets the win with a shooting star. Scoring two points. Kyle O'Reilly versus Gato. Gato and O'Reilly had two points each. Back and forth as usual. Gato playing dirty. He gets the bell hammer involved. That's a Yano trick. Yeah. Uh, Gato gets a pad off. Another Yano trick. Throws O'Reilly into the corner a few times. Gato then reverses O'Reilly's lunatic lariat with, an, with an, a reverse STO. But then O'Reilly starts getting a comeback. And then Gato would tap to an armbar. O'Reilly leaves with four points. Raisuke Taguchi versus Dave Philly Jr. Uh, Taguchi came out wearing an eggplant on his head. I skipped the match because I don't give a shit. Taguchi won with an ankle lock. He's got four points. Kushida versus Rocky Romero. Kushida's entering with no points while Romero's entering with two. That's weird. Yeah, Romero got... Most of the offense in, and Kushida's selling so good that he could sell a salt to a slug. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, uh, Kushida would actually, Romero would try for a sliced bread, but Kushida reversed it and hit a sliced bread of his own. However, Romero would actually score an upset over the champ. Romero leaves with four points, and your junior heavyweight champion still has no points. I I, I don't know. I'm weird, I guess. I'm I understand this helps set up challengers for the future, but I would have at least the champion get his first few matches some wins. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't understand Gato's. He did the same. He they did the same thing with the tag league last year, where Guns and Gallows didn't get their first pinfall till after two matches, and they're the tag champions. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get that, but. So, we go into the May 25th show, our final show, before we get into our main topic. Holy shit, we're only like, we're not even 20 minutes in. Yeah, we're flying through this. Yeah. Bushi with no points, Gata with two, O'Reilly with four, Kushida with nothing, Romero with four, Philly with nothing, Taguchi with four, Seidel with two. B-Block, Owens has four points, Osprey has none, Ricochet with four, Fish with none, Liger with two, Tiger with none, Beretta with two, Valador with none. Uh, so we got A-Block, Matt Seidel versus Gato. Both have two points. Gato jumps Seidel at the start of the match. He stays full in control. And Seidel gets a fluke win because, like, last two minutes, that's when Seidel decides, I'm going to throw some offense in and hit a shooting star for the win. Seidel leaves with four points. I don't – I can't stand I, – I, I remember Cena was bad with that shit where it's like uh, he get beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up, final three minutes – uh, five moves of doom gets the win. Yeah, that's horse shit when he's the WWE champion. Yeah. Uh, Bushi and O'Reilly, a kind of an unfair advantage being Bushi has nothing and O'Reilly has four. So O'Reilly has everything to gain while Bushi has everything to lose. Very true. A uh, bit in Bushi uses a chair on O'Reilly. Bushi stays in full control until O'Reilly ducks a miss, makes Bushi tap to an armbar. He did get offense in, though, prior to this, so it wasn't like a fluke win. Right. Like, you saw O'Reilly was get, was setting him up for, like, holds. Babushi would be figuring out how to get out of them, whether it reached the rope. Right. So O'Reilly escapes with six points. Kushida versus David Finley. Both enter with no points. And uh, Kushida 
Kushida. Kushida finally has a match where he's in control. He catches a springboard uppercut, turns into an armbar. That was an awesome spot. And then Junior eventually tapped out to the hoverboard. Your final match, Rocky Romero and Taguchi both entering with four. Taguchi came out wearing an eye patch and a hook. These outfits are getting worse and worse. First, it was he's, he's coming out wearing a big bird and blowing a recorder. His second match, he's coming in uh, he's coming in with an eggplant on his head. Then this match, he's coming in with a fucking eye patch and hook. Right. Again, I didn't give a shit. I skipped the match, and Taguchi won with an ankle lock with six points. So, so far, the... I, I haven't gotten the latest listings down, but if I'm doing my math correct, O'Reilly and Taguchi are leading the A block, meaning there could be a chance your final A block match could be Kushi, or no, no, uh, O'Reilly and Taguchi. Oh, well, B block leading the way is. Oh. I'm scared what Taguchi's gonna come out with if he reaches the finals. I'm scared. Uh, comes out with a jock strap on his head. Maybe come out dressed as a dragon since he's facing one of the red dragons. Yeah, uh, Rickish. I don't, that it'd be cool if he came out with a shirt that said Dragon Slayer, because be cool. even though that's a cliche thing at this time, at, at this day and age, it's like it's, it's still awesome. That's probably what he's gonna come out dressing like a freaking knight, knight in shining armor. I think that'd be pretty cool, actually. Well, leading B block is Ricochet and Chase Owens with four points. Ooh, that'd be an awesome final. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, Osprey wrestled circles around Owens, right. so I don't really have much high hopes. Oh. Yeah. Now, who did I say Owens wrestled in his second match? Um, he took on... Was it Taguchi, was it? No. No. Uh, how the fuck did he get two extra points? I messed up. <laughs> okay, so Ricochet is just leading with four. Just say, how did Owens magically get two points? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He beat, he beat the... He beat himself somehow. So, uh, I guess uh, be, <laughs> we're done with news and things. Uh, so, we'll just jump into yes. the commercials, and then we'll come back with our main topic. Hey, MSR. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, do you like geeky things? I love geeky things, Chunky Larry. How much do you love geeky things? I would say at least a seven. A seven? That's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Do you know where you can get geeky things? Um, I mean, I, I have a few places on the internet I go to. Um, well, the one place you want to go on the internet is geeksoftheindustry.com. Because it's got geeks at the beginning. Oh, that, that that's a good point. Geeksoftheindustry.com, you say. What is that? What is that about? What is that? Well, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got cartoons, movies, music... Video games, wrestling, you know, anything that's geeky that you're into, you'll probably be able to find at geeksoftheindustry.com. I can watch all of those things? No, 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 it's a podcast website. You listen to things. Oh! Ooh, podcasting. You can download them from the website, or you can, you know, subscribe to one of the shows on Stitcher or iTunes. What was that website again? That's geeksoftheindustry.com, my good friend. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, sorry, my brother. You've got to get your own. G'day, it's Josh Armour from Wrestle Radio Australia. 
Join us every week on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and FNX.network for interviews with great Aussie pro wrestlers like AAA's Australian Suicide. I'm just really happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Adam Brooks. Becoming the RCW champion, that, that really meant a lot. And great names from the States. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. Plus, more than 20 interviews on our YouTube channel. This is Brian Alvarez. This is Scrap Daddy himself, Scrap Brian Adam Pierce. A proud member of the FNX Network. It's Wrestle Radio Australia. Let me tell you something, dude. One place I'm not banned is Butts and Seeds Podcast, brother. My main man, Frank Harris, and Josh the Thunder from Down Under Armour review WCW Podcast, man, and they're from the 90s. Black Blood's music, it's fucking hilarious. He looks like the combination of Kane and the members of Doom, and his music yeah. sounds like a breaker from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> There's also interviews and special episodes, man, and you can get it for free, brother, on iTunes and Stitcher. What you gonna do when butts and seats run wild on you, man? Celebrity voice impersonated. Like what you're hearing? Be sure to give us a donation at patreon.com slash network. We'll be sure to give you a shout out as soon as we receive the donation. That's patreon.com slash network. Once again, patreon.com slash network. That's patreon.com slash network. Thank you very much for the support. Topic. We've been wanting to do this for a few months. Yes. It was like a week after Hayabusa passed away. Yes. Uh, but we wanted to tribute Hayabusa by having a main topic dedicated to him. But at the time, Shell Power was pretty much overbooked with topics, yes. so we couldn't squeeze Hayabusa. This is funny because I love to hear Donald like Donald's takes on his favorite matches on Hayabusa. Right. So. Who would you? So James, I'll let you go first. Uh, me and James watched three Hayabusa matches. Yeah. First and, match. Oh, go ahead. And uh, pretty much how we got it. I watched two matches from my Hayabusa DVD. I got off Rudo, and I then I watched one off my. Uh, this is going to spoil it, but off my uh, ECW. ECW unreleased volume one. Yes. And then James. All I think, three was off of the Hayabusa DVD. Yeah. Okay. All right, James, you go first. First match, I picked the 15,000-volt electric steel cage Thunderbolt deathmatch. Taibusa taking on Kodo Fiyoki. I think it's Fiyoki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you actually – okay, I got to ask. Did you watch both entire – both both DVDs in their entirety? No, but I did Okay. Okay, I was about to say, did you actually watch the 60-minute Iron Man? No, I wanted – I was actually thinking about it, but – yeah, but it's like, oh, that's 60 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know how 60 minutes can last in, Japan, in uh, FMW. Uh, any wrestling, any honestly. Wrestling, yeah. 
Uh, Hayabusa tries to throw Fiaki into the cage. It gets reversed. Stiff chops by Hayabusa. Uh, Hayabusa hits a lion salt. Hayabusa gets powerbombed into the cage. Uh, cage explodes. I love I love with FMW with their explosions. Uh, like especially it's not like X. Uh, what was it? Uh, XF or was it XFW? No. XFW. Or the uh the other extreme wrestling. BJW. Yeah. But yeah, well, what I was trying to get into was I love when like they tease getting thrown into this shit. Mm-hmm. Like even in BJW they do that. Well, it's like when CCW it's smash. Okay, no drama. Just. You kind of you feel like you're desensitized. While with Japan, they actually tease it to add to the drama of the match. Where it's like, okay. Well, this is this not like WSX when we watched that WSX where it was all, or not WSX the one video you had the one DVD you had was like the fake the fake explosions. That was WSX. WSX, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kicks out after two. Holy shit! I don't know how you kick out after getting electrocuted. Y- yeah. <laughs> Valeria into a sleeper by Fiaki. Hayabusa with a forearm to Fiaki, and Fiaki falls, like, he's against the ropes. Hayabusa hits the forearm and falls back into the cage. Cage explodes, yet again. Two count. Hayabusa hits Moonsault uh, off the top of the rope. It bounces off the ropes, not trying to hit the cage. I think at one point, Hayabusa um, does it off the top of the cage. Okay. Um. Well, actually, that's the, that's the uh, War Games match, never mind. Uh, let's see. Clothesline for two by Fuyaki. Hayabusa fucking... He, they're, like, up against the ropes. Hayabusa's... His back is against the cage. Hayabusa... Or, uh, Fuyaki's in the ring. Hayabusa suplexes Fuyaki and hits into the cage. Cage explodes. And your winner with the fourth splash, Hayabusa. Did, uh... Did the referee look like a mad scientist? When the explosions happened? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like I love these refs in these cage matches. They look like mad scientists. They look like... They get these giant tinfoil jackets, safety goggles, gloves, and all sorts of shit so the ref is protected. And still, wrestlers will jump on that on that ref so the explosions doesn't hurt them. Yes. <laughs> so my first match took place... April, May... Okay, January, February, March... April, April 16th, 1994... The, the Super J Cup, Hayabusa representing FMW taking on Jushin Liger, who represented New Japan. And again, it's 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 I love hearing Jushin Liger's music. I got to see him come out to it. Yeah, starts right away with Hayabusa on offense, which I have to add, Hayabusa looks so young, like yeah. no scars, he's skinny, and he look it, like he looks just fresh off the market. That's how good. That's how like just. Young he looks. While it's like, what even in the cage, the cage match that was like his last year yeah. of wrestling. He still looked young. Yeah, no, no, no. He looked more. Uh, he he wasn't. It's kind of hard to see how old he is when he's wearing a mask. Right. But like you could tell he's been through war because oh, yeah. he's got scars. He's more tan. He's more lean, mean. Uh. So anyway, back to my match. Both guys work back and forth. Liger works on Hayabusa's leg to keep him on the ground. Which is smart, being he uh, he fly. That's right. how do you get a high flyer down? You cut his legs. Uh, Hayabusa hit a beautiful moonsault, nonetheless. Uh, he did a corkscrew hurricane rana. He does a shooting star and fucks up. He lands right on his face, which scares the shit out of me because I know what happens to Hayabusa. Right. Uh, and then Hayabusa would get liger bombed, but actually kicked out, making the crowd go, "Oh." 
after Hayabusa leaps from the top, Liger catches him with a power bomb and scores the win with a fisherman buster. That's the fisherman suplex, right? No, it's a bu- it's like it's a it's a fisherman suplex with a brain buster. Oh, okay. So uh, after the match, Liger's victorious. Hayabusa gets up, shows respect to Liger, and like I love, it. he just grabs his hand and then the, that sudden bow, where where it's like he's hurt, so he does it quickly. That way, it's like it doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. Which I like how they did because it's like it's just a quick. Yeah. Because you don't want to. Ow! Okay, <laughs> it's done. Yes. So ow 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 ow. It's like he's going down, then he's going up. Yes. Instead, it's just like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. My next match is Electrified Barbed Wire Exploding Cage Onita Retirement Match. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Which is weird because he's in another match after this. So yeah, that's yeah. Retire. These retirement matches are bullshit. Which I can't. Which I love. We can do. We could seriously. Whenever we do Shell Pod, when we do the retirement match episode, retirement matches episode, we could literally. I bet you find nine Terry Funk retirement matches. <laughs> If we if we look for it. What was it? There was one with him and Jerry Lawler. There was one in Japan. There was actually there were two in Japan. Uh, there was he had a few in ECW. I want to say he had a few in. De- it's ridiculous. <laughs> and anyway. Surprised this horse wasn't sick on that day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Hayabusa taking on Onita. Uh, headlocks by Onita. Onita likes to keep it slow pace. He's he's one of the original. Uh, uh, Grapple wrestlers. What I like is you look at Onita nowadays; he's a whole different looking person. Yeah. Uh, like, um, also he's the promoter of the company. Right. In case you didn't. Well, yeah, you well, know I knew that. that. Yeah. yeah. Chops by Onita, which kind of explains the outcome of this match. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, drop kicks or uh, uh, chops by Onita, drop kick by Huya. Huya. Hayabusa. You know, like Terry Funk who calls him Hayabusi. Yeah, Hayabusi. Hayabusi. Hayabusa with a headlock. Both competitors go into the cage. Cage explodes. Because, like, he's in a headlock and he's, like, going. Like, Onita tries the Irish whip, but uh, Hayabusa hangs on. Now, is this the cage match with a time bomb? Uh, no, it's got. I believe it. Is there a countdown clock? No, there's no countdown clock. Well, okay. I don't believe so. I didn't see no countdown clock, so I don't think there was. Uh. Hayabusa gets out of. Or Hayabusa's screaming in pain. As Onita's got him with the one leg crab, looks like Onita, or it looks like Hayabusa wants to tap, but he knows he can't. Uh, Hayabusa gets out of the headlock by whipping Onita into the exploding cage. Two count for Hayabusa. Again, how the fuck do you kick out being electrified <laughs> by a cage? Figure four by Hayabusa. Uh, Onita grabs for the ropes, gets out of the figure four. Onita hits a power bomb for two. His power bombs are freaking vicious. They're like um, they're like the, the power bomb pin combination. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That, the that, they just yeah. throw you right on your neck. Yeah. Which kind of scares me, knowing what happened to Hayabusa. Yeah. Hayabusa gets whipped in the cage. Big explosion. Referee. I, I love the referee's reaction. He like throws himself on the mat, literally. Yeah, because he knows shit's gonna happen. <laughs> two count for Onita after the power bomb. Another two for Anita. He, and he had like three power bombs in succession, and still Hayabusa kicked out. Yeah, the, okay, I, I love Hayabusa, but that's fucking ridiculous. Hayabusa <laughs> tries to hit the moonsault off the top of the cage, misses. Onita power bombs him for a three count. <laughs> My gosh, you know, 
uh, in the matches I have, he doesn't win any of them. Because he went in. I was going one two, the ones I did. One two. Okay, yeah, because he's like. Uh, <laughs> well, he he didn't get the pin in the third in the third one, uh, but his team won. He's yeah, he still won. So, but yeah, he doesn't still matter. Won. He won. As I say, he's a freaking big underdog. Like, so I can see why people just loved him. Oh yeah. All right. So from mm, April, uh, March, and uh, May, <laughs> May, May fifth, nineteen ninety six. Uh, no rope electrified barbed wire double hell tag team match. Hayabusa and Masato Tanaka versus the invading IWA Japan wrestlers Terry Funk and Mr. Pogo. Awesome match, by the way, because I watched this match before I watched my uh, the last match on my list. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's on a few DVDs. Donald's got... Me and Donald have an FMW VHS tape it's on. But then uh, Donald's got this RF video. It's like a, the best of explosion death matches, and that's on there. Mm -hmm. And then I have it on my Hayabusa DVD. So <laughs> me and Donald have this match on two different things. Mm. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> I love the drama in these matches, as I mentioned before, where they had that great tease... Uh, the camera makes note of the countdown clock. If you can't pin him in, if you can't pin him in 15 minutes, that, that a bomb's gonna go off. So. Uh, That's an interesting. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting match. Yeah, Tanaka accidentally splashes into exploding barbed wire. <laughs> exploding barbed wire. Pogo gets his scythe and Funk gets a chair. They had a manager on the outside passing them these weapons because if they were to step outside, they would have exploded. Because there's some uh, C4s on the outside. Uh, Tanaka just gets battered with Pogo's scythe at it. Look, I, I have to look away when Pogo has a freaking scythe. Because I, it's just, oh, God. He stabs you, and then he circles. He just, ugh. I, I mean, I, I, I've heard, I've seen horrid shit online, but I, I can just, look, I can't watch this match without going, ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, and then it gets worse from there as uh, Pogo gets a butcher knife and then attacks Tanaka with it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Tanaka and Hayabusa suplex Funk onto, onto the barbed wire, and he hangs there. And <laughs> there wasn't an explosion. It was a fart. It was like, <clears throat> and there was some sparks. That's it. <laughs> it, was as if, it was as if I would, like, bend over, let, out a, let loose a fart, and then... Glitter shoots out. That's how. That's literally how I could describe that. Right. That's it. Sirens go off as there's five minutes left until a bomb goes off. Funk is given a branding iron, so he goes to town on a once a Hayabusa. Pogo then grabs uh, grabs uh, some whatever the hell he drank and a, and a lit. I, I think he, got, he either got a torch or they lit the, bra the branding iron. Uh, so... Hi, he's about to blow fire, but uh, Tanaka saved Hayabusa by sending himself and Pogo to the outside, make and the floor explodes with both of them on it. Not too long later, though, Hayabusa seems to be fine. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, Hayabusa fucked a power bomb up, and it looked bad. A new siren starts with one minute left. Funk then gets up, choke slams Tanaka on the outside, and then fucking Funk falls <laughs> to the outside with him on accident. Uh, Pogo then throws Hayabusa into the uh, barbed wire, causing an explosion. Soon after, the time bomb goes off, the ring explodes, and there's dust everywhere. Like like when the ref makes the count, dust flies up. 
Mm. Like every slam and every smack to the mat. And Hayabusa's just barely moving. <laughs> he's just he's just not moving. Pogo sets a chair on fire and he and Funk Bulldog Hayabusa's head onto it. Pogo then blows fire at Tanaka. And then Funk and Pogo get together and blow fire at Hayabusa. Mm. Hayabusa is then sloppily pile-driven and pinned by Funk. And then after the match, Pogo cuts Hayabusa's mask off. And then a dazed Hayabusa... I just mixed up my notes again, damn it. <laughs> I almost said that a dazed Hayabusa respects Liger. <laughs> I don't think Liger would want anything to do with this shit. So Onita's on the ringside. Onita at the time was retired. Right. Quote unquote. Yeah, <laughs> and he was just and he was just disgusted and pissed off. Funk would be challenging him, so would Pogo. Uh, Funk then throws Hayabusa out of the ring and mocks Onita on the mic, as I mentioned before. And thus ending this thing. Thank God, don't. You know, I mean the match is crazy, it but is. there's only so many times you can watch it without without like I have to wait a long time before watching it again because because uh, I, I like being like, oh boom, okay, shit, oh shit. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Pogo is also in JCW. That's disturbing to me. If I'm not mistaken. You know, Mr. Pogo's a scary man. He's got he's got the he's got that camel toe going on. Yeah, and he's got a my, fucking scythe! That Bloody Mania DVD I got. I believe he's in that. Oh, lovely. Okay, last final final match. <laughs> War Games Cage Death Match. Tayabusa, Gensai Sasaki, a.k.a. Kakushi. Kakushi, right. And Masato Tanaka taking on Atsushi Onita, Mr. Ganosuke, and ya Yakahiro Kanemura. <laughs> and I'll they say... I don't know who that Ganosuke is. I've never. Gan, uh, Mr. Gansake yeah. uh, is one of uh, Hayabusa's biggest rivals. In fact, uh, Gansake won a match to where it was him versus Hayabusa, and if he beat Hayabusa, he becomes a new Hayabusa. So then Hayabusa became H, and then, like, he eventually won back the right to be called Hayabusa. There's a. I want to say there's. A, I think it's called. A, I, I shit you not. In. Anal explosion match where you stick a firecracker up the guy's ass, light it, and then it goes off. What? And I want to say when Gansake was uh, Hayabusa, yeah. that was him because I'm like watching this like, wait a minute, that's not Hayabusa. He's too chunky to be Hayabusa. <laughs> and it, was it was probably Gansake. <laughs> this match is freaking amazing. Your first two competitors is Hayabusa and I believe Gansake. I gotta watch. I I haven't finished it yet. I need to finish the DVDs. So I, I, really, I believe it's like it seems like it's longer than the ninety seconds for the rumble. It's not ninety seconds. It's five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. A new competitor comes in. Uh, instead of going through the door, fucking Masato Tanaka comes in through the top of the cage. He climbs the cage. And gets to get in the cage. Only a bitch goes through doors. <laughs> Only a bitch goes through doors. Uh. Fucking gets a chair thrown to his back. I mean, when I come to the house, I just crash through the wall. I think it was Onita was on the outside trying to get in the cage as well, and he threw a chair at Masato Tanaka's back, freaking throwing him for a loop on the cage. Hot damn. Tanaka gets hit with the chair, of course, uh, only to not feel it, but clothesline Gansuke. Yeah. Of course, because Masato Tanaka does not fear anyone, and he knows how not to sell. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, this is the former FMW. Uh, he's won every FMW belt. Like he's had, he's even had some called a brass knuckles belt. That's not surprising. I mean, he's had them all mm -hmm. at once. So like, 
I make that joke about the TNA Ultra Mega Heavyweight Global Universal Champion. Well, Masao yeah. Tanaka was the uh, uh, Ultra Mega Heavyweight Global Universal FMW Champion. Yeah. So true. Uh, Tanaka gets knocked down only to get ladders and chairs thrown on top of him. Freaking Hayabusa hit the moonsault. I didn't take many notes on this because there wasn't really many high spots. Then it's like you get into it and, like, I mean, how many times can you write he's got him in a wrist lock? Yeah, he's got him in a wrist lock. Or a headlock, right. He's got him in a wrist lock some more. Moonsault on the top of the cage by Hayabusa for the three count. And your winners is Hayabusa, Jensai Sasaki, and Masato Tanaka. Yes. Uh, you know something I need to uh, You know something that, that'd be fucking irritating? You and Donald watching a NASCAR race and taking notes on it. He's making another left turn. Nope. He crashed. So uh, Dale Hart's making a left turn. He made a left turn again. He crashed. What the red ball and Donald? Like, hey, we should watch an after race. Take, take notes. notes. <laughs> I can just see Donald. Oh, you take notes on that. Yeah, I can just watch a tennis match and take notes. Yeah. Oh, he hit the ball. He hit the ball again. He smacked the ball. He hit the ball. He he uh he then suddenly throws down the tennis racket, rips his shirt off, and big boots the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Drop kicks the ball across the court. Now he hits a lariat on the other guy. <laughs> He then headbutts the referee, and then uh, uppercuts a woman. Yes. And then and they, he throws a ki- and then he throws a little dog. And they start using that as a tennis ball, the little dog. That's horrible. It's a horrified tennis match. It's a tennis match from hell. So for our final match, ECW Heatwave 1998. Awesome pay-per-view, by the way. Oh yeah, ECW World Tag Team Championship. Rob Van Dam and Sabu with Fonzie in the corner defending against Hayabusa and Hay- and Hayabusa? Hayabusa. Hayabusa and Jinsei Shinsaki, which is, yeah. as you mentioned before, Hakushi. This is actually one of my most favorite ECW matches. It's my close second. My first one is the three-way from Barely Legal. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Hayabusa and Van Dam go back and forth when suddenly Hayabusa walks over to Sabu and cheap shot Sabu. This pissed off Sabu. <laughs> Uh, it's not every day you see Hayabusa do heel shit, where it's like he gets these cheap shots and, and everything. Van Damme rocks Shinzaki. Right away you can tell this is going to be stiff as shit. Shinzaki does the awesome tightrope walk in Van Damme. I noticed a Mortal Kombat sign in the crowd. <laughs> I noticed that too. Now, uh, Shane Douglas was on commentary with Joey Styles because Shane Douglas was hurt. Talking commentary gold. Yeah, when he talked anyway. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, there was moments where he, he wouldn't talk. Uh, Styles revealed that Douglas was taking notes on all four guys, which, funny thing, I don't think he's ever defended the ECW title against any of the... Uh, except for Sabu, but that was, like, years ago. Right. And then, um... Funny thing, the only guy I know uh, that... Shane Douglas defended the belt against like an FMW guy. Aside from Sabu, was Gato. Really? He, it's on the network. Look up Gato. The match is on there. It's it's in clips, but it's still just wow because a it's an ECW title match in Kurgan Hall. Oh nice. In an FMW ring, and Joey Styles is commentating the clips, and b Gato with hair. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a reason to watch. Yeah, Gato with hair was the number one reason to watch. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Shinzaki attacked RVD when RVD decides, I'm going to pose, as usual, and then all of a sudden, bow, there he goes. <laughs> the team's crawl, crawl, 
I will send a crawl into the brow, and they brawl into the crowd. So, uh, Van Dam would then put a surfboard at Shinzaki when Sabu suddenly throws a chair onto Shinzaki's chest. Uh, RVD then turned. There, there's a double splash spot, and RVD freaking turned midway in air. It, the camera didn't catch it, which I wish it did, but I don't know where you see Van Dam come out yeah. of the, the corner of your screen, and he lands on. Uh, who did he land? I think he landed on Shinzaki. Well, Shinzaki, while in a crab, he gets suplexed in the back. Or he gets splashed in the back. Yes. I'll say, that's How the fuck does that work? A bossy crab, they all said he's suplexed. Then again, how does a triple moonsaulting uh, Lamahi struck crab work? Right. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's, an action, that's an action figure or WWE All-Stars move. Yes. It probably would be a WWE All-Stars move. It's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Hayabusa then walks over to Sabu and punches him out. Okay. A table that was brought in, they brought in a table, the leg breaks, so Sabu's about to sit it up, and all of a sudden Sabu gets a splinter. <laughs> like, you hear him go, ah, shit! <laughs> the table then, and they were so, they said, fuck it, let's use the table anyway, so they sit Van Dam on it, but then Van Dam's weight broke it, and, like, it broke the other leg, and so they worked with it anyway, and Hayabusa splashed Van Dam. On this was the, a weird-looking frog splash, by the way. Yeah, it was like he, it was like how, like, instead of, like, when you use your action figures instead of like making the legs move, you just pick, you just get them in the in the frog position, and then you just drop them. <laughs> That's essentially high boost splash. Two more tables are introduced. Uh, high boost and Shinzaki are then laid out on one of the tables, and RVD and Sabu leg drop them both through the table. Van Dam goes for a pin on Shinzaki, but then Sabu shoves Shinzaki off and goes for the pin himself, scoring the win for his team, retaining the titles. And like I said, it's on the network. Look up this match. It's a badass match. Yes. I mean, if one of my favorite matches from Heat Wave. Yes. I mean, I mean, hell, even Just Incredible and had a good match on Heat Wave. Yeah, that's yeah. shocking. He's usually well. He's not a bad no. wrestler. I just can't stand him because. ECW shoved him down our throats saying he's the greatest of all time. No, he's fucking not. No. I, when I'm watching guys like Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer and uh, the, when they bring over Michinoku Pro guys and then when they have Van Dam, I Raven. You, Raven, you can't tell me Just Incredible is one of the greatest. Bullshit. <laughs> Especially when he's teaming with a guy like Lance Storm. This is also an era where you had Chris Candido. Yeah. Why are we ranting on, on Just Incredible on this podcast? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, damn, we're not even an hour in and we're already done. Yes. So that's be one of the shortest podcasts I've ever done. Well, usually our usually our pure pods aren't that long. Last one we did, I want to say it was two, uh, two hours and a half, though. Hmm. Well, that was me and Donald, though. Then again, I had a lot of shows. Right. And uh, we came in with just the few best of Super Juniors and news on Dragon Gate. Yes. Oh, and uh, quick news I forgot to mention. Uh, There was a title change on Dragon Gate. And uh, you're not going to believe this shit. Uh, Remember what I told you about the... No, not the blow-up doll. No, that's DDT. Uh, Remember what I told you about the open the... the Open the gate? Awarai gate title? Yes. Yeah. Well, Yoshino defeated Hollywood... uh, uh, Defeated Hollywood Takaji for it. Takaji's the the beekeeper that Don calls. Oh, the, the bumblebee? Yeah, the bumblebee yeah. that he calls. Well, Yoshino beat him. And I told you about the whole fan judgment after the match thing. Well, they said yes. 
fans cheer for Yoshida to be champion. But then Yoshida turns around and just gives it back as a gift. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Hollywood's still your ORI Gate champion. What the hell? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I love Dragon Gate. It's silly as shit, but it's awesome. Yes. So I need to start watching Dragon Gate again. That and want to start watching some Russell War. Yeah, Russell War. Or Russell One. Yeah, I was about to say Russell War. That's a WCW paper. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you should. I, from what I understand, you should watch that too, being it has a awesome Steamboat Flare match. Yes. So yeah, let's uh, get into some plugs and get the hell out of here, because sounds like you're in trouble, Mister Man. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, so, so it sounds like someone puckered their asshole, and now they're mad. <laughs> okay, let's get into. Okay, I'll get into my plugs. Yes, Rant EM Radio Networks, such as Talk Brunch, The Rant, and Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Geeks in the Industry Network, Megapower, with such as Megapowers Radio, and uh, Button Abusers, um, uh, Attitude Era Podcast, New Gen Project, uh, OSW, uh, Solid Monster Sounds Off, and that's uh, the Voices of Wrestling Network with Voices of Wrestling, New Japan Purocast, and Open the Voice Gate. So, uh, yeah, that's a good uh, podcast, actually. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Um, Shock Network, of course, which you're listening to us on right now. And donate to the show. Yes. We always take a donation. Patreon.com slash Shellshock Network. That's correct. Let's say if you do, I'll suck your dick. No, I won't. Yes, James will suck your dick if you donate to us. <laughs> um, like I said, the Shellshock Network, which has shows like the one you're listening to right now, the Pure Pod, the DNJ Sportscast Podcast, the Shell Pod, Shell Pod Theater, um... The, let's see, what else do I want to plug? Uh, the... Your ass. <laughs> the Human Soup, the Human Podcast Machine. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> That's a great podcast, god damn it. <laughs> I've heard the of Ross before. Report. Uh, Russell with regret. My Twitter handle is at Hulkaholic85. Mine is at GoodNightLove35. And you know something funny? Like, I forgot you guys. You guys for like the first few months of doing D and J, you couldn't get the freaking name right. Yeah. So you know, so far all of that has been included in your best of. Yes. D and J Sports Talk Podcast. D and J Sports Chat Podcast. It's like it's like for fuck's sake, guys. How many times do you look at your? You're staring at your thumbnail that said that has your logo, D and J Sportscast, and you still not getting it right. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, so that's enough laughs. Yes. Let's, we're, we've reached the fifty minute mark. Let us get out of here. Yes. Thank you guys so much again for listening. Join us sometimes. Yeah. Soon. Uh, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.